There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is a Target USA special report. It's late Friday afternoon, September 29th, 2023, in Washington, D.C. Tomorrow, in Bratislava, Slovakia, something pivotal is likely to happen. Robert Fico is the former prime minister. He does not want Slovakia to continue to help Ukraine. And by the way, Slovakia is a member of NATO. Fico is the leading candidate and is expected to win this election. So how critical is this? I got a chance to talk late today with Radovan Javorsik. He's Slovakia's ambassador to Washington. Well, it's extremely, well, every election is extremely difficult and uh, extremely, uh, not difficult, but uh, important for uh, proof of democracy, how we function. And this time around in in Europe, uh, all elections we are having and witnessing are also about what are the values uh, our countries are following. And that's that's one story. The other story is the process of elections. And, you know, with the with the various uh, places in uh, on earth where people are questioning the process itself, uh, its legality, uh, questioning the out- outcomes of elections, that's very um, disturbing. As well, what is disturbing is a use of modern technologies in changing the narratives, modifying the moods uh, of, of the people, and uh, trying to influence the uh, the elections by forces from, from outside. And that's what's happening in Europe quite frequently. I think this is also a critical election, too, because I think the former prime minister, um, Mr. Robert Fico, who has been, in a very loud voice, expressing solidarity with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, could possibly win this election. And there are some that are concerned that he may be benefited by some of these technologies that you've spoken about, including disinformation. Is that a concern? Yes, absolutely. You know, the one, one thing is uh, freedom of speech and uh, freedom of expression. That's that's number one. And uh, former Prime Minister Robert Fico uh, indeed was um, uh, talking about uh, uh, changes of um, policies of my country towards uh, Ukraine, his own vision or own positions on assistance, military assistance to, to Ukraine. What, what was happening um, for quite some time was... Uh, um was that uh, some actors uh from Russia including the Russian embassy in Slovakia were very very aggressively using uh big media uh, companies tools to force their narrative in uh, in Slovak uh, public uh just to give you two examples how they were doing things uh Facebook is the the most uh used and widely used um social media in Slovakia it's far more used than and more influential than Twitter, TikTok, and the and, and the others. The Russian embassy in um, Bratislava in Slovakia was more active, had more own statuses than the 
uh, all the Russian embassies in surrounding countries of Slovakia. They were more busy posting uh, their own narratives than the Russian embassy in Moscow, uh, sorry, in, in Berlin and Chinese embassy in, in Paris. So when you compare the effort which the Russian embassy was putting was way, way beyond what you can see uh, in, in usual circumstances. What, what for, for example, happened uh, was that many um, actors in Slovakia, some influencers, uh, political figures, were using micros, uh, 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 Facebook and other social media tools to boost their own narratives, which are very sensitive, are divisive, creating emotions, and most of these were coming from, from Moscow, and they were just replicating that. Uh, on the top of it, if I may uh, finish, on the top of it, we had a direct Russian influence on the narratives in, in Slovakia. Just yesterday, the, the uh, you know, chairman of the Russian uh, external intelligence service, uh, SVR, published um, a press uh, statement in which he, uh, uh, indict, uh, he, he claimed that USA is is directly influencing uh, elect electoral debate in Slovakia and is willing and uh, wishing and supporting um, cer certain liberal parties in Slovakia to, to win, which is global and total nonsense uh, because U.S. embassy and U.S. Uh, as such, of course, is uh, supporting democratic voices all around the world and is expressing their, their voices on uh, those who are uh, on, on not on the, the democratic side are on a liberal side of uh, of the narrative but there is no way u.s embassy in Bratislava is uh guiding any politicians uh, uh, supporting financially or other uh, in other ways so you have direct russian um, uh, influence and indirect through the social media in slovakia so what what is your government doing to push back against these narratives well, there, there are two two things um, or three uh, which we were doing. Two were internal internally in Slovakia. Uh, one was to to boost the government uh, tools which are monitoring what is happening in social media uh, world because it, this this is very crucial to to understand what is happening, what tools are used, and whether these tools are used or misused. So. Uh, we uh, we launched uh, we we started a range of uh, hybrid or disinformation cells in various uh, um, ministries departments of the government, but not in in a way to to stop an, um, uh, freedom of speech, but to understand what is happening. And for every government, is very very important to understand which tools are used, so the government itself can um, can fill in the, the the void. That's number one. Number two. Uh, we were uh, we are working together with uh, uh, journalists, with free, uh, free journalists, uh, and allowing them to do their job as they uh, as they as they want to have it free, uh, unhindered. Um, we were we are start we were starting to more forcefully protect the freedom of journalism. That means uh, they cannot be uh, put to 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 the courts uh, without any. Um, uh, restrictions from those who don't like what they do. Uh, we uh, we are paying attention to their job, to to their security. And the third thing which we were doing was trying to reach out to these social media and to uh, to show them that their tools, which are absolutely le legitimate, 
that they can be misused and we gave them our own analysis what's happening. A result of that third leg of our effort was last year, a letter to um, the to chairman, to, to the owners of Meta uh, from uh, sen several senators and as well uh, two weeks ago from Senator Menendez, a uh, letter to Mark Zuckerberg um, um, pointing out that uh, Meta uh, tools are used to spread misinformation uh, and against the democratic processes in Slovakia. So these are, you know, you cannot restrain yourself uh, just to be at home. You have to reach out and talk to the um, uh, to the companies to to explain to them and to show them that they, really we uh, we see misuse of their tools. So, if if this continues and Mr. Fico wins this election and. Slovakia decides to stop supporting Ukraine. What does that mean for Slovakia, which is a NATO country, which is very strongly supported Ukraine and advocated for the support for Ukraine? Well, this will be um, obviously this will be a huge change in uh, in in the not only in narrative but also in deeds um, for Ukraine, which is defending itself. So anybody who will come to the Slovak uh, government and will start to work against assistance to Ukraine, which is defending uh, itself against the aggression, that will be quite a significant breach in quite unified um, position of NATO allies and uh, uh, and EU members and e European Union and USA towards Ukraine. Uh, but I, I have to be 100% uh, clear that one thing is pre-election narratives and it's understandable well, various politicians are using various tools and narratives to uh to attract attention to, to raise some uh, sympathies for for their views or and and to be elected that's the pre-election campaigning and then you have the reality of the world when people are in government so um i i cannot and nobody can predict whether Mr. Fito or uh, from the the uh, fascist um, party Republica, um, who are even more vocal against any assistance to Ukraine, what they what they, what will be their these what will be their reaction to the fact that they may form a government? Uh, so we have to be very careful, pay, pay a little bit patient. But the signs are there, and if you read outlets around the world, uh, those who are t talking about Slovakia, you can read the 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 the. Uh, the worry, and you can feel the worry that if this sort of rhetorics is going to be translated to deeds, this may be um, uh, a crack or a breach in in unity which we are um, showing towards Ukraine. It, it will be significant, but from my own experience, we have to distinguish pre-election campaigning and post-election deeds. That's Radovan Javorsik, Slovakia's ambassador to the U.S. We'll update this story next week. This has been a Target USA special report.